Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Presented by Field of 68, all made possible by Bet Rivers. It is Selection Sunday Eve, Mr. McKeon. Your hair looks great, Jim. Your hat looks great. My hat looks better. Um, we're locked and loaded for Bear today. Winners only, championship games abound. A few semis, but mostly title games, winner go home. Jim, to you, takeaways from yesterday before we get to the championship slate today. I feel like we are Matt. a bit blasphemous right now. I oh don't my know goodness! Yeah, I don't thinking. know what it's a live it's live donning of the spinny hat. It is silly. Saturday, of course. <laughs> uh, my takeaway from yesterday is Utah Valley. What are you doing? Just blowing out Southern Utah, Ugh. end up completely collapsing in that one. Disappointing, Kai, because we also lost Sam Houston yesterday. So the WAC representative is not going to be one of the best two teams in that league. It's a major bummer. Also, I've yeah. got Vermont, UMass Lowell on over here. So if I peek away from the camera, that's why it's a it's a big. Saturday morning, but Kai, that was my takeaway. Utah Valley, you broke my heart. Uh, yeah, my takeaway was similar. I just hate that we're not going to get one of the premier whack teams in, in the in the NCAA tournament. We've been a little spoiled with, with the other results across the country, but it sucks not getting Utah Valley or Sam Houston. Both those teams would have been really fun to bet on in the tournament. Oh, well, say la vie. That's March. Ohio State, not human. They keep losing guys. It doesn't matter. They play better and they keep winning. Uh, we'll probably talk about them in the chat mob eventually here. I don't understand it, but go Buckeyes. I kind of hope they win the auto bid because I like the chaos, Matthew. Be great. I do too. And I like Holtman. And I think he, uh, to if he gets run out of town there, I think that'd be a raw deal. I think he's a very nice coach. Um, don't fire him. What are you doing? Yeah, that mm-hmm. would be a foolish move. All right, to the outline we go. Uh, my takeaways aren't relevant. Let's just talk ball today. Kai, we're starting in Big 12 country. Texas, Kansas, the Big 12 title game. At the Sprint Center, Texas is on a roll right now. They've covered four in a row, uh, playing really well despite the absence of Timmy Allen, who has been confirmed out for this game today. Uh, Kansas with some injury question marks as well on their end. They pretty much have those. Um, they've had those all year, Kevin McCuller and his back issues. Uh, what's your look in, uh, in the Big 12 title game here? Hey, you use a team I trust more. Um, I think they're pretty reliable on both sides of the ball. They're a steady squad. We've talked about how the Bill Self absence um, – while it matters, it doesn't matter a whole lot to the line. Uh, Norm Roberts has the ship pretty much controlled there. Uh, Texas, great in its own right. Could argue them the more athletic team, but they're missing Timmy Allen again. I think that really matters against Kansas here. These teams did split the series. I lean more towards Kansas's defense, which has been awesome this season. Sixth in the country, second in the Big 12. It's really hard to score inside against them. K.J. Adams has been a beast, and their freshman bigs have really stepped up uh, as of late. Great talent on both ends of the floor here. I'm going with the best player in the game. That's Jalen Wilson. And I'm going with the team I trust more in Kansas. Yep. I'm with you, Kai. I like Kansas. 
their, their their defense is so switchable. Even when they bring in Uday, the freshman, he had a possession yesterday where he just kept, I forget who it was, just squarely in front of him despite being in space against a quicker player. It's a ridiculous defensive team when they're super engaged, and they clearly are right now. Uh, so, yeah, even without Bill Self, Norm Roberts on the sideline, seems like they're not skipping a beat. They've got veteran leadership that is kind of helping to carry the team forward. And that last meeting at the end of the year, Matt, Kansas had clinched the one seed uh, in both probably the NCAA tournament and in this tournament. Kind of a tough spot. Everything went wrong. Dwan Harris couldn't make a layup, one for 10 inside the arc. I don't see that happening again. I think you get a much more locked-in finishing effort from the Jayhawks in front of a very, very pro-Kansas crowd. I like KU today. I guess I'm the black sheep to start. Yeah, I slightly lean toward Texas for me. Um, again, I did the Dylan DC reemergence. I think I've been over uh, beating that drum the last couple of years. I do think he's that important to that defense, which is defensively um, impenetrable on the printer, but has had cracks up front. But his insertion, I think, really changes that. Uh, could be a difference maker on offense as well against a fairly undersized, brittle KU front line. Uh, under though is actually my strongest lean. As we talked about how awesome these defenses are, I think I might uh, I foresee a low scoring affair there but we continue through the outline jim going to you here marquette for xavier in the biggies title game marquette continues to defy logic i think everyone and their mother was on uconn yesterday it seems gambling twitter had sided on the uh with the huskies but marquette continues to impress some minor injury question marks on both sides here specifically for xavier um but i think the fact that both these teams are kind of comfortable playing without key injuries they've been you know co-humming without to me, it's a wash. I like the over if we're looking for any angle here. But what's your take on the uh, the side of Xavier Marquette? Yeah, the, the over's interesting, Matt. I, I'll, I'll go in that direction just because you mentioned it there. The, both teams are really figuring it out defensively in this version without Fremantle and Xavier is playing much slower. You saw it the last time they played, like 69 to 68. Weirdly surprising grinding game between these two. Yeah. But, man, I, I just don't want to bet against Marquette right now. I, I love the – I won't steal Kai's buzzword on these Golden Eagles, but the way they move the ball is so impressive. All five guys can score pretty much at any time. All five guys can pass. And Kolek has become like that late-game MFer that can take yes. the big shot, can get to the rim, can draw a foul, whatever you need. I'm leaning Marquette here, Kai, even though this version of Xavier without Fremantle has started to figure itself out, just given, given a little more defensive lean. And Xavier can probably smash on the offensive glass, but still Marquette for me. Uh, yeah, and that word, Jim, is connectivity. They're connected. Both ends of the floor, man. Defense, offense, they play off each other so well. Their offense is unselfish. They move the ball. Tyler Kolick is an All-American. Big East player of the year, by the way. Incredible. Who saw that coming? George Mason. You kind of sad you, you lost that guy? Ha <laughs> ha. I like taking jabs at that, that program. Defense. While they're weak inside, yeah, nice. while they're weak inside the full court press, even against Xavier's fantastic guard, Suli Boom, Colby Jones, I think you can still bother them. They're really long. They they pressure you. It's very hard to bring the ball up against them in late game situations. I do expect this game to be close. I do love the Xavier team. The Fremantle thing, yeah, that, that sucks, but they really are playing well lately without them because their coach is fantastic. Sean Miller is a fantastic coach. And their shooting always gives them the chance. Best shooting team in the Big East from, from beyond the arc. I lean towards Marquette, though, here. I, I just trust them more. And again, they're just so rock solid. They're they're just a really, really good team. Yeah, fading Marquette's just been a dumb thing to do all year. Uh, I've learned the hard way myself. I, I dealing Xavier, sorry, but uh, not getting involved. The two's a little too short. I think three, maybe closer to four, I'd be inclined to jump in, but nothing 
at the current number for me, uh, hoping just for a fireworks display of offense at the garden. All right, we continue through power conference championship breakdowns here. We're going out West Jim to the desert. You're not so far away from where this game will be played. UCLA versus Arizona. Yeah. How far is it? Palm Springs to Vegas? I don't know. Probably, probably a, a few four hours hour drive or something. Yeah, at least. Okay. It's really fast. It's like a wow, 35 okay. minute flight. That was pretty quick. So, yeah. Interesting. Well, hey, there you go. Geography lessons with Matt are always a fun part of this show, Kai, but we're talking mm-hmm. UCLA, Arizona here. Uh, injury concerns abound for the Bruins. Uh, Jalen Clark and now Adembona up front. I think could be catastrophic for a team that lacks interior depth. This was always the problem that we saw with this roster coming in this season. Bonus played awesome, though, all the way you know from start to finish. He's improved rapidly, but without him, I think they're going to miss him uh, against Tubelas and Ballo. Uh, feels like too obvious of a matchup advantage here for Arizona, Jim. I guess, what am I missing? I like the Cats. No, I, I don't think you're missing anything. The front court should smash. Tubelas and, and Ballo should have you know probably 35 and 20 combined. I could see that definitely happening. And the Clark injury for UCLA maybe hasn't fully caught up because the rest of the Pac-12 isn't good enough to take advantage. Colorado kind of did for 38 minutes before folding and getting a bunch of technicals late. Uh, but Arizona's good enough to take advantage of that. That that team beat UCLA in a grinder in Tucson. They can play in the half court better than maybe I give them credit for sometimes. So, yeah, Kai, I like Arizona here. This is where I think finally no Clark plus no Bona. Mm-hmm. It's just too much for UCLA to overcome against a team that is uh, playing quite well in this tournament. Yeah, I agree. I, I think Jalen Clark's absence finally matters here. Um, the Colorado game was close for a long time, like 30, 35 minutes. Even the Oregon game was pretty close for a while. Uh, again, 30 minutes, 25-ish minutes. I don't think it's going to work out too well against Arizona's uh, fantastic wings uh, without Clark in the lineup. UCLA does have the number one defense in the Pac-12, but you're now missing the Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year. Just a little bit of a of a difference there. And Arizona's offense is fantastic. It's the best in the conference. They have a huge front court edge now. They did before, but now, especially without Bona, with Tubelas, with Ballo, I think it's going to be a big problem for UCLA. In fact, Arizona is my best bet pick, guys, at Bet Rivers currently. Give me the cats. Go cats. Bear down. Alignment. It's always fun. Uh, good for us. Hey, real quick, last game before we get to the chat mob. I'm going to hit this very quickly because I want to get to a healthy um slate of chat about questions and my takes very simple here doesn't need a lot of eloquent explaining or rationale jim duke's playing virginia duke's on fire right now i've been beating the back duke drum for the last couple of weeks uh, i've also been banging the fade virginia drum who has been uh you know better lately without van Vanderplaus, kind of addition by subtraction maybe just because of how they've re uh jiggered the rotations there i still like duke it's too cheap Got that revenge angle working for him after they got hosed at John Paul Jones. It's been bet up to three, Jim. Is it worth hopping in at three or is that too high? Maybe I would still take three. I just really like the way Duke is trending. Virginia, not so much. I think that Clemson is just a really good matchup for Virginia. They can take away the bigs. They're not as concerned with the inside out yeah. inversion. Like, look what Clemson did to NC State. Then look what they did against Virginia. Like, the, the huge flip there, I think, has a lot to do with matchup. Uh, and then they also beat a Carolina team that just is on fumes. It's just mm-hmm. nothing at the end of the year from most guys. So, yeah, the way Duke is playing, I think, is much a, a higher version. You're getting real contributions from Whitehead, from Lively, the guys that were hurt for much of the year. Roach is playing great. Proctor is taking off. Matt's starting to maybe almost play too well and get himself mm-hmm. into draft discussions. So we'll, we'll see what uh, what he does there. But I just like Duke better here. I, I think they're yeah. more than three points better than Virginia. 
Yeah, especially currently. The current form is a big difference, in, in my opinion. Duke obviously playing their best basketball. The freshmen are starting to play very well. Even Derek Lively has been very good on the defensive end. You said it, Proctor has been impressive. I'm not buying Virginia still. Without Ben Vanderplas, again, they got by those first two matchups, but it's UNC who's been a mess the entire season. And like you said, it's a good matchup with Clemson. I think Duke's going to be a problem, especially on the glass. Duke has eight straight wins. I think they keep rolling here. Minus three, yeah, you're getting to the point where I'm kind of considering you know, backing off, but I still lean towards Duke at that at that price. I love just hearing you guys sing the praises of my Duke Blue Devils. Hey, man, uh, finish my plus 550. Come on, Blue Devils. Let's do I this. Know. I'm not That's a great price. Come on, Duke. That's highway robbery. Uh, go Devils. Real quick here, a message from our fine sponsors, Kai. Have you guys ever got tired to prove that you won an argument that your takes weren't hot, that they were actually correct? It's like, well, yeah, it's all we ever do. So uh, you have my attention here with this teaser. Well, I have an answer for you. Vaulted is a new sports prediction app that turns your opinions into facts, cold, hard facts. You can store all of your predictions and hot takes in your own vault and forever now and forevermore. Challenge your friends, keep track of the results and prove you are, in fact, the smartest guy or gal in the room. Vault will be releasing one of the 50 pools in the next three months, so download the app at the link below. We will be posting that, I believe, on um, either Twitter or on the show link, uh, the banner below. But uh, sign up. There's a three-month free trial um, and start banking your predictions. Receipts are everything today as we're on social media, so uh, store those. All right, to chat mob, Zarmi. All right, let's start with a game that I apologize in advance for not having on this outline. I don't know how I missed it. UAB and Florida Atlantic, uh, only a little bit of an important matchup in the in Conference USA, not just for this league, but for bubble teams around the country. Because if UAB wins, someone's fallen out of the dance. That is a bid steal and a half. Now, guys, what I'm surprised about, and I'll go to Jim first here, UAB's favored in this game. They're, they took money. They're minus two against FAU. Uh, why? And also, who do you like? <laughs> UAB is playing fantastic right now. I, I got to tip my cap. What they did in the first 12 minutes to North Texas yesterday was as impressive as you'll ever see. And then took the punch back from North Texas and in second half completely took control again. So really, really impressive stuff from UAB. They've got the talent level to be this good. Uh, and I think they can handle what most people can't against Florida Atlantic, which is that really spaced out four guards attacking with one featured interior threat. So I actually do lean UAB, Kai. I think we get the bid steal. Two COSA teams we've been hoping for it all season, and this is where it comes to fruition. I, th I think the Blazers get it done. Yeah, I, I tend to think UAB does win this game, but Bart Torvik, FAU minus one. Ken yeah, Palm, FAU minus three. The, the spread's, UAB the spread's gone two. too far. The spread's gone too far. I agree. I understand yeah, the situational, it, technical angle of the UAB with the motivational thing, but you can't have UAB favored. FAU is a better team. I'm sorry. I know UAB is playing well, but FAU yeah. is a better team. Yeah, strictly number, true. strictly number. It's FAU plus two. But I, I do, um, you know, UAB beat them at FAU. They've proven they can do it before. And Jelly Walker, baby, he's he's awesome in March, especially. All right, uh, next one here: Purdue and Ohio State. I mentioned how crazy the Ohio State's run has been, Matthew. Um, they. I believe Purdue took money, a little bit of money, um, up to seven and a half right now. Bet Rivers, your thoughts? Purdue cannot break a press. If I was Ohio State, I would send yeah, all their guys at them, but they only have six dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they don't have enough guys. Four days, it's so tough. Yeah, yeah. thoughts? Matthew. I guess I lean Purdue slightly, but uh, if Ohio State had like one more body, I think I'd be back in Ohio State here. But just you can kind of feel that depth is dwindling. 
kind of got lucky that Michigan State looked so, – I mean, I know they played really good defense against Sparty. They deserve credit for that, but Sparty made them look a lot better than I think they truly are here. I think maybe the uh, the magic carpet ride comes to a halt today against the uh, the Boilers. Look at uh, – my, my buddy Jared Smith pointed this out on Twitter. Look at the three-point shooting for the teams against Ohio State in this tournament. It's oh, like yeah, it's Four terrible. for yeah, 17, five for 22. Yeah, it's, it's bad. Uh, I like the under, no sense of I think he's such an over player, so him out definitely makes me lean under there. Uh, Jim, let's talk our Tigers. Mizzou, Alabama, nine and a half points spread. Uh, that feels pretty big to me, I'll be honest. But it's Alabama, and they just crushed Mississippi State. They might be back. What are your thoughts? Yeah, they looked, like you, you said, they got their mojo, potentially. Uh, they hadn't covered a game in a while. They finally did. They absolutely wiped out Mizzou in the one meeting this year. I know Kobe Brown didn't play. That matters. But it, it's, it's a game that should play very up-tempo which is going to make nine and a half, not feel that large. This isn't yeah. like some grinding half court game. So I'm kind of spooked here, Kai. I've also been fairly poor at handicapping the zoo all year. Uh, they yeah, just I play too. well when I don't expect them to. So I'm not going to give any, any strong recommendation on that game. Uh, Slew and VCU, Matthew, a 10 semifinal here. The Billikens are four point dogs on a neutral worth noting. VCU pretty much rolled them in two straight games and they forced like 40 turnovers in two games. Yeah. Kind of ridiculous. Your thoughts? I think the matchup concerns there uh, with SLU basically having Yuri break the press as a one-man band of ECU expose that. I think that can continue today, but the more prevailing, stronger force is Wiley with SLU. Just this whole narrative about SLU's season rides on this tournament, and they have the capable, they, you know, they're good enough to play to a really high level, um, and I think they've kind of used this as a reset. They were dominant in that George Mason runaway in the second half. Um, I, I kind of like SLU at plus four. I do. Uh, Jim, SWAC championship, this game has come down a ton. I think this is up to six, and now it's down to three and a half at Bet Rivers. Grambling State favored over Texas Southern. The 8C Texas Southern, what are your thoughts? Yeah, people are hitting Texas Southern with the the, the Super Smash Bros. hammer. Yeah, I get it, though. Texas Southern, super undervalued. Like, the talent has always been there. They just suffered through injuries, and I think the the tailspin they got into in league play, they kind of just – ended up leading into it a little bit. And now that it's postseason, we're seeing the absolute best version of that team getting three and a half. I still lean towards Texas Southern there grambling, not having Cartier Gordon, I think is a, is a big impact in that one, especially because of how strong Texas Southern is inside. Uh, let's go back to the rundown. I'll save the rest for chat mob part two. Uh, and we continue for Jim heading West mountain West conference championship utah state san diego state the aztecs rolled over san jose state um i not say predictably so but you can see how that was a spot where san jose state would kind of crack there aztecs are rolling but i think utah state's rolling too i take from the beginning i said this is my pick to win this conference tournament i have to stick with that just out of uh you know consistency i suppose the price is no bargain though um i'd like to be catching a few points more have the updated spread in front of me i think it's two correct yeah two's what i I think i've seen one and a half, like three. One and a half. Okay, for yeah, San Diego it's State. too low. I th- I like Utah State. It's too low though. I got. I think this was like three or something. Yeah, I, gut kind of s- tells me. I, I think Utah State wins. I, I don't know. They they get that Boise State win that feels like the ticket has stamped. They're going to the dance. They should be an at large team. They're they're up to 18th in Ken Palm. It's a one point spread on Ken Palm. That isn't that kind of like shocking to think about what yeah, it have been. Uh, but Utah State wiped out everybody's darling New Mexico by 15. They. T- took care of Boise State by 10 yesterday. Seems really, really good. And uh, they had to reshuffle a little bit midseason when Rylan Jones went out with like more concussion issues. 
and they're totally figured out. They've maximized the offense. It's it's pretty lethal with the mobile shooters that they have on the court. I think that that can help against the stout interior of San Diego State. They can shoot over the top of the pack line. Kai, I do have some worries in the interior and the other end. Athleticism yeah. can, can certainly get to Utah State. But I lean the Aggies here at just a team that's playing fantastic right now. Yeah, San Diego State swept the series. They won by 10. They won by 2. I think you you hit it. Utah State can struggle with physicality with athletes, and guess what? San Diego State has that. Have you seen Ricky Leday? That guy is a monster of a man. Uh, Utah State probably safe in the tournament, but obviously would rather just win this game and, and, and erase all doubt. I'm actually going with the Aztecs here. Shooting rules all, and, and, and though – um, I, I trust Utah State hitting shots. I trust defensive teams more. They are more consistent, right? Defense over offense. It doesn't really get better defensively than San Diego State in the Mountain West. So I'm leaning towards the Aztecs here. Going against you guys a little bit. Yeah, lame. Uh, hey, just for for context, Utah State has the best two-point percentage defense in the Mountain West this season. So not exactly a brittle team up front. You know, they have some size. I don't think it's as good as San Diego State, so I'm not going to argue that. But um, I think it's a more balanced team than people realize why I like them to advance here and then potentially make some noise in the dance. But we'll save that for a later day if they do get there. Let's talk Mac championship. I know everyone wants my takes on the Mac since I am the official guru of this conference. It is my best bet. And after abandoning the TFA rocket ship yesterday, I'm back in. It's Toledo. Minus, what is it, one pick, plus one, whatever. Doesn't matter. They're winning today. They're going to exact the revenge that's been long coming for Kent State. Losers of three in a row against this team. I think they get the monkey off their back today. They put all the vanquish the demons of the prior three seasons of conference tournament failures. Actually, it goes back more than that. Todd Walchick, best coach to never play in the NCAA tournament. He gets it done today, Kai. A lot of narratives uh, in this handicap for me, but I like the rocket ships. Number one, I want to correct when I said Ricky Leday, the outfielder for the Phillies. Uh, Jaden Leday, excuse me. Right. I uh, thought of Reggie Ledoux. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number two, I want to be on record that I disagree wholeheartedly with your best bet. Uh, okay. I like I like Kent State in this game. Defense wins championships. Best defense in the MAC, top forty nationally. Toledo cannot defend outside of the top two fifty. Kent State crushed them in game one. Grabbed forty four percent of their misses on offense. They held Toledo under one point per possession. Kent State won by twelve. They have the best player in the game as well. Sincere carry guards win in March. It's Kent State for me. Sorry, Matthew. I I, I disrespecting great Raja. I took Toledo in the pool, Kai, because I had to double down on my title pick. I went with the Rockets. But, man, do I fear the matchup. I think the interior dominance that Kent State showed in the first meeting is going to continue. It's it's basically inevitable between these two. And it's, you know, Toledo very reliant on hitting jump shots. They have repeatedly hit jump shots. I think it's like nine straight games. They've shot at least 35% from three, scored 80 points, and scored 1.1 points per possession. They're on an unreal offensive tear at this stage. But I, I just, I don't know, man. Matt, you've kind of always said Kent State's the antidote to this Toledo thing. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm curious, you know, you, you shifted over to the rocket ship side, and I'm glad to see it. But like I said, the physicality up front is a concern here. Yeah, I, they, I still believe they are. Just the situational, kind of like what I've said with SLU, it just feels like the mental psyche is such a strong advantage for Toledo. Um, I, I just think they need this so badly. Maybe that actually works against them. I could be able to plan that, but... Um, and they're also playing better than Kent State, right, too. Yeah, I think this, this has been to... the year of redemption in conference tournaments, right? right? We have a lot of teams that didn't mm-hmm. win and True. then got it done this year. So. Exacting revenge. Um, all right, let's move to uh, head back west, Kai. We're talking the WAC championship. 
uh, two teams that we're all kind of bummed to see playing here, given the absolute insanity that happened in last night's game. Um, Southern Utah, I don't know if they paid the refs, but or, you know, at least threatened them of some sort, but just some really questionable calls on top of Utah Valley's um, just horrific collapse. They play Grand Canyon, um, who has made a run here on some brilliant coaching from Bryce Drew doing this without his best point guard, best player uh, in Javon Blackshear. What do you like in this matchup? Yeah, it's a shame this is the championship game. That's all I'll say. Um, we should have gotten Utah Valley and Sam Houston. It sucks, but we get what we get. It's March. Okay. Got my positive hat back on here. Southern Utah. I'm kind of rooting for them from a program perspective because the Thunderbird mascot rocks and they've only been to one dance. And that was back in 2001. I kind of hope to see them get back. However, um, despite being a very old and experienced team, they are extremely limited on depth. Only four teams in the country have played less bench minutes in Southern Utah. This is game three in three days. They're off that a huge emotional comeback win yesterday. I just can't really see them getting it done here. Grand Canyon won the only matchup of the year. Um, they, they're an incredible team right now to stay afloat without Blackshear. Ray Harrison's been a monster. Um, this is their fourth game in four days for sure. They should be quote unquote tired legs as well, but they have the best offense in the whack. The defense is a concern. And so the new talk can't compete on the glass. But again, like I am going with in the Mac, I'm going with the best guard again in this game. That's Ray Harrison. I'm leaning towards Grand Canyon here. Jim at pick. It, it's, I don't know if this helps for you, Kai, but it's fourth and five days. Fourth and five Canyon. days. They, they have Excuse the Wednesday me. off. Which helps a little bit. Sure. Does help. Uh, yeah. And you're, you're talking depth. I think that matters for both teams playing third game in three days. And because there's going to be a, sh- I swore, a lot of free throws in this game. Both teams really like to get to the free throw line. And Southern Utah only has five guys that play pretty much constantly. If you have two starters on the bench because of fouls for extended stretches, it's a huge advantage for Grand Canyon. I definitely lean their way, Matthew, uh, given the way they've reshuffled their attack around Ray Harrison. He's a matchup problem with his size, but also being on ball. I, I, I think maybe Southern Utah's interior strength could could succeed here, but uh, I'm definitely Grand Canyon guy, big because of the the depth and the lack thereof for Southern Utah. I like it just because of the situation, right? I mean, Southern Utah with the crazy comeback yesterday, I just don't think they have the same juice today. Um, similar angle of why I'm fading Norfolk as a teaser uh, for later, but I'm just kind of latching onto that as a, uh, you know, I think that is a pretty big edge to Grand Canyon. I also think it's just like coaching advantage in this one. With all due respect to Todd Simon, I think Bryce Drew is uh, one of the best with the clipboard out there. So slightly into their direction uh, at Orleans. Great venue, by the way, one of the all-time uh, underrated venues in college hoops last game staying out west heading down to south i guess of vegas down in henderson gym we're not so far from your old neck of the woods cal state fullerton and uc santa barbara the foley boys kai are rolling i think people have been snoozing mm-hmm. on how good the titans have been playing they're riding this I all have, the way to the championship game i've been Jim's went on I, no i snoozed on it too. Fullerton. um it, it really two great years back to back from Diedrich taylor i think under overachieving relative to what his roster expectations um, were. But Kai, I think that's the kind of takeaway here. UC Santa Barbara is more talented team than the better team. Does that finally kind of catch up to uh, to Foley today? Or do you think this UC or this Cal State Foley mojo keeps cruising? Yeah, I mean, Babs is by far the most talented team in the league. Um, but Fullerton just finds a way to win. They won this conference tournament last year. They they could repeat for sure. These teams split the series, but Fullerton won the most recent game and they won it pretty easily. They scored at will inside. They only had three turnovers in that game. I know Rass is on Fullerton at like plus three and a half. They they tend to know the Big West. If you respect, I, I do respect their opinions on the Big West. So 
don't really feel like going against that. But at minus two, I do lean towards Santa, Santa Barbara. I'm trusting the talent here. Their guards, Mitchell and Pierre-Louis, are fantastic. And their front court of Kelly and Norris, it is the best front court in the, in the conference. So going with talent, leaning towards Babs at minus two. Yeah, like I said, I've been sleeping on Fullerton, have not realized how, how good they have been and kind of been resisting it. Like, oh, they're, they're overrated. These spreads, I have to be against them. And it hasn't gone very well. So with that context, uh, I still lean Santa Barbara. I think they are the best team in the league. So I'm leaning on some some priors with that. And I think we, we tend to see those come up in the postseason. So Matt, lean Santa Barbara, but I'm not betting this game because I just I can't get Fullerton figured out. Yeah, I think you have to kind of reorient your perception on the roster. Like Latrell Wrightsell has been unreal. Like not like a role player as I thought he was. He's been like a legitimate star. And Diedrich Taylor has been a guard whisperer there for years. So maybe I should have bought into it earlier. I'm kicking myself, but here we are. All that said, I still like UC Santa Barbara. I agree. I think two is a little too too cheap. Um, all right. Before we go to chat, Ma, we have another read from our sponsors. Got sponsors flowing in. Feel 68. We are um, printing money at this organization over here. Um, hey, now's a great time to sign up for your bracket pool. Um, and we're partnering with Run Your Pool, who will be hosting the official Field of 68 bracket contest. They have more than 50 types of games for every sport you can think of, from traditional bracket to survivor, which is my personal favorite, head-to-head games. Um, you can pick, you know, X number of teams to win. We got squares. You can do your own scoring, you know, multiple points for round advancement, same number of points for each round. Tailor it as you prefer, but Run Your Pool makes it all possible. The best part is you get only $1,500 in cash prizes for free. Just sign up at play.runyourpool.com backslash field of 68. That's field 68. Pardon me, not of. You can remove the of. That's field 68 backslash. Fill out a bracket and become eligible to win. And now it's Chat Mob Part 2. Chat Mob Part 2. Hot Shots Part 2. We're going Fordham, Dayton. This game is, uh, gosh, where's the venue they're at um, in New Barclays. York? Barclays. Barclays. They're, yes. they're at the Barclays Center. Um, it was funny. Uh, Sully is a Dayton uh, personality on Twitter. He said, it's funny that he's never seen like a Fordham fan his entire life. And they were out in full force in their first tournament game here. It's kind of basically like a home game here for Fordham uh, with their crowd. However, Dayton absolutely destroyed them in the first matchup. Jim, I think Dayton's a much better team, but six and a half points. I got to admit, I'm kind of leaning towards the Rams. Your thoughts? Yeah, I kind of like the riding the, the Fordham wave here with with a lot of, you know, the, the fans coming out of the woodwork. They talked about how Rose Hill became a fortress this year, and now they've carried it over into Barclays a little bit. I mean, the best version of Dayton is so much better than the best version of Fordham. Like the Flyers can be a top 25 caliber squad. They just don't access it consistently. Uh, Matt, I've been impressed by Fordham's interior strength when I watch them. They've got more than I maybe give them credit for. Quisenberry's yeah. been carrying the perimeter, but they've got some size. Uh, Nowitzki and and uh, Simbala have given them real paint presence, and you need that against Deron Holmes and Kamara inside. I think Fordham competes here, but I don't have a real numerical edge on that game, so I'm not betting it. Uh, what's the status on Kobe Ellis and Mongolia and Mike? Are they both out again today? I mean, they basically have five players out those guys. I thought Mike played, played last game. But not Mike Kobe Ellis. Mike did not play last game. He was available. So if he didn't okay. play, it was it was a close to a play, I suppose, then. Yeah, um, it's basically if two guys played seven and four minutes effectively. The other starting five played all 40 effectively. So, yeah, that's yeah, definitely a problem. Been... They have a great starting five, but that, that is it's a really good top five, but they have no depth. Yeah. Uh, all right, Matt, let's go to you for the MIAC game. 
uh, Howard and Norfolk State. Have we discussed this game yet? Why am I getting deja vu? No. Doesn't matter. I I teased but, it in my uh, my primer it. one of the ESA. Yes. Okay. And I'll just I'll Norfolk slam it home and, with, and Howard. Uh, I like a, Howard. Yeah, minus two for Norfolk is what the spread is. They're playing in a call it a quasi home game, semi home as Ken Palm would call it. They're at Scoparina, which is in their backyard, but not their home gym. Doesn't matter. Doesn't scare me. Howard's awesome. Steve Settleback is a game changer. Uh, we'll have to probably win a lower, slower paced game today than they're probably uh, than they'd probably prefer, but I think they can get it done. Howard just beat them by twenty with the conference title on the line at the end of the season. It, it seems like they might have Got Norfolk's him. number. I'm still I'm still rooting for Norfolk. Hey, same, hey. same. <laughs> Uh, Norfolk, by the way, they've won two in a row. Um, Miak tiles, so this could be a little three-peat here. Uh, Matt, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to you because I know you have a stronger opinion on this game. Penn, Princeton, Ivy, semis—they're all semis right now. There's two games. Uh, Penn is a two-point dog now against Princeton. Thoughts? Yeah, just played a week ago. Uh, Penn had an Ivy title in their mm-hmm. crosshairs and let it slip away because they blew a 20-point lead. And Jordan Dingle was completely broken second half, like had the yip shooting. Uh, I just think everything sets up for a big pendulum swing back the other way. Penn gets some revenge at the exact same gym they just lost at, uh, even though it is at Princeton's home gym. There shouldn't be much home court with the dynamic of the conference tournament. I like Penn at plus two. I'd even take him down to pick. I think the red and blue get it done today. Yeah, I tend to agree. It's at Princeton, right? Yeah, yep. at Princeton. At Princeton, yep. Uh, all right, Jim, you get Big Ten. The other Big Ten battle we haven't talked about, Penn State versus Matt's Indiana Hoosiers. Four point spread in favor of Indiana. Thoughts? I was surprised. I thought that was like maybe a hair low, uh, given how good Indiana has been. But I don't want to get in front of Penn State right now. They're playing really, really well. Pickett is a matchup problem for anybody. Uh, Matt, would you throw TJD on Pickett? At this point, why not? What does uh, the Illinois <laughs> fans call it? Uh, they call it booty ball because Pickett's booty ass ball. is so big. He just like he, no one can guard him because they can't get like close enough to him. So yeah, you probably get throw some size at this point. Yep, you need to be able to shoot over the top, and they can. So uh, maybe just gut lean to Penn State, Kai, but number, I, I thought it was low. I don't want to take only four points there. Is Jalen Pickett the strongest player in college basketball? Pound for pound. Yeah. He backs down, guys, like it's just easy. Like, it's no problem at all. And I, I don't get it. He he doesn't even look – he doesn't look that huge, but he must just be like like dad strength level right now. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, all right, Matt, Vanderbilt and Texas A&M. AM is favored by six in this game. Vanderbilt, I don't know how they keep doing it, but they keep on winning without Liam Robbins. They're probably not at large caliber quite yet, but gosh, they're kind of making it a little bit interesting, at least. Um, the committee didn't really pay attention to these games, so they kind of have to win the tournament. Your thoughts? I kind of like Vandy in the same life that I liked Ohio State yesterday, right? A team that maybe lost a key player back against the wall, but playing with house money, right? Nothing really to lose. Um, against a team that's safely in the field, doesn't really have a lot to play for, honestly. I like Vandy. Um, doesn't make a ton of sense, but I do. Vandy can kind of shoot what you need to do against AM. So I lean Vandy too. Uh, I think that's it, fellas, for the chat mob. Let's go to best bets. Reminder on mine I took Arizona earlier in the show at pick, rhyme with the Wildcats, bear down. Jim, you have not revealed yours yet. Let's do it. I'm going Houston. I believe minus nine and a half is the current line taking on Cincinnati. Houston really slept walk offensively yesterday against East Carolina scored only 0.8 points per possession. Still won by 14 because their defense completely throttled East Carolina. The big thing here, Matthew, for me, Calvin Sampson is 13 and two against the spread against Cincinnati in the last 15 games. He owns the school. It doesn't matter who's coaching. Cincinnati did compete the last time out. That was one of the two out of 15. 
Uh, I just think you get a much more engaged, focused Houston team. They they can still frustrate Cincinnati's uh, offense with their incredible defense. I'll take the Cougars laying at nine and a half. I think you get a better offensive effort from them today. It's Shannon pointing out in the chat, Houston one and seven, the last eight against the spread. Is that right? Wow. I didn't realize it was that. Um, I feel like there's a lot of close non-covers there. I don't think Houston's been like a, you know, trending down or anything, but that yeah, is I mean, interesting. They've, they've uh, maintained the number one spot in Ken Pump, so they must not be so. horrific. I mean, they, but... they beat EC by 19, Wichita by 17, Tulane by 30. I don't uh, think they can be one and seven. I think they're okay. <laughs> All right, we'll check the date on that. Anyway, by 15, Tulsa by 38. <laughs> Okay. I mean, yeah, the problem is that they're laying 20 and a half these games. Anyway, I, I agree with you on that one. Uh, re- rehashing my best bet, excuse me, Toledo, the rocket ships. We are on a rocket right. ship to the moon. Um, let's get it done today, Toddy Kowalczyk and company. That's all we have today. Thanks for coming by, boys, girls. Come back tomorrow evening on Selection Sunday. I believe that will be tipping off at 10 Central, if I have my uh, calendar accurate our, here. Our the, show on Sunday? The, we're, the, we're, at 10, the, we're at 10 Eastern. 10 Eastern, awesome. pardon me. That's 9 Central, uh, 7 Pacific PM reaction show to the brackets. Um, I won't have any profound takes because I'm not a bracketologist, but Kai and Jim will have good takes. It's so not, come by, listen to them. To the bracket, Matt, it is we will break down matchups that we have from the bracket. You're going to have takes. And I'll have, you will have I have takes. better takes than you two on that, but I'm sure we'll have some bracketology takes on the reaction. So you can hear their opinions on that and then my better opinions on the actual matchups. Either way, come back and join us. We'll argue and talk more games and uh spew nonsense per usual but today again gambling gods we prefer winners only uh good luck today and uh the headlines remind us daily the world is a dangerous place the elites in charge say everything's fine stop noticing but you know better and your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos my patriot supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company americans trust to prepare Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.